Welcome to The Table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. In Virginia, one community is showing they live in unity with a gesture of good faith. Like many things during the pandemic, the courtyard at Hayfield Middle School was left unattended and became overgrown. But a church that meets at that school decided to do something about it. News Force Derek Ward shows us how they're transforming the space into a, stu- a student oasis. God, we need peace. So we come to the courtyard for quiet. Kingstown Communion Church is a small congregation. We've always been a church that insists on not having a building. They hold Sunday services at a lecture hall at Hayfield Secondary School in Alexandria. And there's something else they insist upon. To collaborate for the common good. Three, two, one. And that's what this ribbon cutting in the school courtyard is all about. A triumph of collaboration for the common good over overgrowth. But what, what did it look like in here? Overgrowth. I mean, to your waist. But praying hands turned to helping hands. And there'd been some work on the courtyard before, but school staff had their hands full with the inside of the building. It needed a lot of time, a lot of people, and, you know, with taking care of everything inside, it just, we didn't have it. Those friends include a member of the congregation who happens to be a landscape architect. For this project, he took a lead from some Hayfield students. I had an easy job. I just got to sit down and take this great list of cool ideas and kind of find a place to put them. Their cool ideas show that they're learning a thing or two about the ecology. They wanted native plants wherever possible, so they're thinking really smart about and, the, and the butterflies were a big deal, so we wanted to make sure that we had pollinators and butterfly. The pollinators won't be the only ones looking to take advantage of this courtyard. The students, it'll be an oasis from the rigors of school for them. We do some really good work. We can have a time to breathe by the end of it. There are several courtyards like this in the building, and the plantings here are sprouting ideas for the others. Yeah, I know that one of the clubs was trying to do, um, in one of the courtyards, they were going to get rid of all the weeds and put in hostas, like the nice flowers. The school's art classrooms look out onto this courtyard and acting principal Matt Mao envisions this not as a distraction but a source of inspiration for students. We want them to be able to uh, exist in their educational environment that reflects the world around them. In Alexandria, Derek Ward, News 4. So I want to thank you for coming. Um, If you... Any one of 
takes them multiple days for this courtyard. If you worked in the courtyard in any way, would you raise your hand? That's incredible. <laughs> and this does not count for many of the people. Um, many aren't here today. Um, also, um, I met a wonderful uh, girl yesterday who helped um, me paint that beautiful hawk. Um, on the ground and she is a senior here and she was coming to do a community service. There were multiple families uh, from Hayfield um, that heard about it who came out also on various days um, and so we're really grateful. Um, those who came the very first day, would you describe what it looked like in here? And I'm happy to show pictures later. Happy to show pictures later, but what, what did it look like in here? And so those of you who never saw it before, these beds did not exist. None of these beds that existed, only like it was just this entire area were weeds this tall. Um, and so a crazy amount of work, A, creating a vision for it, um, what would it look like, and, uh, and then uh, B, uh, actually making it happen and um, and so wow wow uh, Anita is here and I would say so I, and you know who is not here who actually is really like the guy who got this like even the conversation happening a little bit uh, Anita asked me if um, if maybe we could come and do some mulch in the courtyard or something one day um, maybe like you know we've got a lot of work to do maybe your church would want to volunteer and um, and then I said, oh, that sounds really great. And then Peter, who is a teacher here, um, Peter is currently, um, he has his cancer, um, and he can't fully come back to church yet, but he's getting close to coming back um, after a, a, a very invasive um, treatment. Um, but he said, oh, Michelle, you don't, you don't know what those courtyards look like. You do not want to get... I don't think you all understand the, the level of like the task at hand. I mean, like that's not just mulch. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, what it sounds like is maybe we need to adopt a courtyard. And he was like, no, but seriously, Michelle, you don't understand. Uh, and I said, but I do understand. I, I understand there's a need and maybe we can respond in a bigger way than we even were asked to begin with. And so Anita, thank you so much first for being, I mean, Anita like offered us her time to come unlock the doors to um, her staff to water um, the grounds when we had new plants in um, and, and, and the ground covering, um, the seed laid. Um, and then, uh, and I don't know, Anita, if you have anything you want to say, you don't have to, I'm not putting you on the Yeah. No, I just want to thank everybody. Yeah. Because this, this courtyard did need a lot of time and energy and you guys put it in and it looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is Principal Mao, um, which you are, you are acting, um, Yes, this is day six of being principal, I think. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, Dr. Grimm, our previous principal of eight years, has moved on to another opportunity, so I'm currently acting principal, so I get to start the school year in that role, and uh, excited for that tomorrow. It's going to be a great day for our, for our Hawks. And this, I mean, this is just unbelievable. I'm getting a little choked up. I've, I've been here since 2007 as a teacher, as an assistant principal, as the associate principal, and now as the acting principal. And, uh, you know, so I, I live in the community. Uh, my kids will come here eventually. Uh, so th this kind of community partnership is just 
Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, and it's really what makes this school so special. This, the, the community connection here is not, and many of you I'm sure know this already, is not the same throughout all of Fairfax County. Um, just transient populations and things like that doesn't allow for that to be as easy as it is in kind of small town places. And it, the, the connection here is just so amazing and this is just an awesome reflection of it. I, I, I walked in here Thursday and I was amazed with what I saw Thursday and now I'm like, oh my gosh, what you've just done in the last couple days to even make it even better. Um, and so uh, thank you all so much. I can't, I can't say thank you enough. So I will say it one more time and then I'll be quiet. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, and, and to give a wider perspective on this, like we have as a church for a long time been asking like where can we uniquely meet the needs of the community? And we you can you can guess what that is, but then when you're asked um, for something, then you begin to see, you know, uh, let's be honest, COVID, um, COVID created all kinds of emotional and mental and academic stress and and if we're feeling it in our like in our adult lives, we know our teenagers are feeling it on a level, and so what a way to create a space that they can say, wow, somebody actually put thought into this. Somebody cared enough about me and my, like, my time here. I could actually, I can, I can breathe and have a place to rest um, during the day. I think it's the beginning of that um, in a time, and I, I talked a lot to Peter, who is um, a teacher here, and Megan um, Collins is a new teacher here. I ran into her a couple of times setting up her classroom as we were doing the last minute stuff. Um, that they, you know, the kids are just, they are up to here. They can't. They can't. And so this, it's this is needed. This is needed. And so we're so we're so happy to provide this um, to begin this relationship and then to continue to make it a beautiful space. And we have other things we want to do, but you know, it's 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 great. It's wonderful, and I'm so so happy to be a part of a church that does that. Um, so we are going to bless this area. So what I would love to have you do is spread out and touch a chair, stand in a bed, um, stand on a rock. Wherever you are throughout this area, spread out and just touch something. You can on this. This is the blessing. There are there are responses throughout it. This is the blessing, um, and so these, you can respond to the the bold. You can you can say the bold with me. Okay. God, we need peace, so we come to the courtyard for quiet. God, we need joy, so we come to the courtyard for our senses, the green of a leaf, the rich crumbling smell of soil, the sounds of small life, the delicacy of the flower petal, and the toughness of a weed that come and go in these spaces. God, we all need to let things go. We all need some ounce of relief. And so we come to the courtyard for rest and friendship, for all things good for the soul. God, we all need hope. And so we come to the garden, the courtyard, to watch things grow, remind ourselves to be planters and to enjoy what others have planted. We all need benches where we can begin to set, to let Sabbath into our lives a bit. And we all need paths to help us recognize our own journeys. And we all need a sense of commitment and community and a small square of real earth to root our words and actions and get our hands dirty. 
And so, God, we ask that you would bless this space, all the places that we have our hands touching it, and all the students who will um, eventually sit in these chairs, who will find shade under these umbrellas, who will um, find some bit of hope by the flowers that, that grow and, and, and that get to watch this space fill with people as they transition through classes and walk over our hawk painting. And God, we ask that you would bless all of it and that their hearts would truly be quieted, would find peace, would find a sense of hope and, and believe that their community loves them. We pray this in, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, and then um, before we cut the ribbon, I have a special honor to do. When I think of this time, um, I think of Ryan. Come on up here. Um, so Ryan walked up to me the day we were going to gather to have a conversation about this. When the weeds were this tall, he walked up um, and said, hey, do you have anybody who's going to like help create the plan for creating the plan? And I said, does that sound like me? Um, I was just going to wing it. We were just going to get in that courtyard and figure it out, right? Um, and he really created the plan. If you saw, I mean, first of all, I learned that he's like a landscape architect for a living. So now the image that he created makes a lot more sense. But um, I was like, wow, hidden talents, created an entire vision for this space, adapted when the vision wasn't going to work, and always had a plan when he came. I mean, like, I texted a few people and said, hey, we kind of make sure that there needs to be a leader there when we, so there's somebody to direct people. And he was here every day, but the two days he was on vacation, and then he texted me multiple times while he was on vacation about the orchestration of the days where he wasn't going to be there. And so Ryan, I present this to you, most likely to become the leader of a service project without realizing it. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All, all of your help was amazing and. That was what made this the place that it is. So. And here's a six pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Hey, we have some students here that actually go to this school who put work and time into this, but also are going to actually get to come and, and see this and experience it. Would Elise and, um, and, and Marin come down? Oh, you're, you're already here. Yay. Yay. All right. So we have the small scissors, but we want a big photo op moment with the big ones. Where are the big shears? They, they don't. Oh, they don't even open. Never mind. I forget. Forget I said that. Okay, good. We're going to. So. We're just gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Yeah, Go for we'll it. Countdown. One. Okay, give a countdown. Okay. Um, from from five. Okay. From five. church it's rare it's rare this one by far the biggest project we've ever done and 
y'all just over and over again prove that we can do anything because we have the people who know how to bring tillers like David and people who think of the little last minute touches and people who have artistic abilities and all the people who donated this furniture. Robin hunted down these chairs on like the Alexandria um, like um, free stuff, whatever that thing is called. And, and this table is from Rita's house and um, though, I don't know where that furniture up there came from, um, but yes, so many of us. So many, from you all. Yes. So, all right. Enjoy popsicles. Come sit under an uh, umbrella and, um, hey, or have a good week. Either one.